Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Got to do a special podcast right now. College football playoff rankings are out, and the Northwestern Wildcats are in the top 10. This doesn't happen every day. For the record, I went to Iowa, but I grew up 20 minutes from Evanston. Went to Wildcat games when they never won a game. When Denny Green was their head coach way back in the day. Francis Pay, give me some Gary Barnett. Love you, Fitz. So this is a historic day with the Wildcats at 5-0, and number eight in the country, and we've got the one and only Chris Fowler on the podcast. Uh, Chris, working with Dos Eki today, and uh, talked to him yesterday? Yesterday, that's correct. Uh, a couple days before the college football playoff rankings coming on out. We've got a little Northwestern in there. He's got a shout-out to Illinois. We talk about what's going on with Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. And, of course, uh, pretty much did stay away from Ohio State. But Fowler's also a huge tennis fan for my tennis peeps out there. That's right. I touched on Rafa. I touched on Joker. I touched on Roger. Little tennis with Fowler. You got to do it. DeWindy City, thank you for checking it out. Please. Tell a friend, give a rating. If you put in the comments that you love to Wendy and give me a five-star rating, I might be able to stay in this industry. I need your help. Chris Fowler, right now. Showtime. Chris Fowler, though, I got to start with your latest video, which you put out in an airport bathroom. A for creativity, Chris Fowler, working with Dos Equis, sending an SOS to college football fans. We'll get to that in a second. But, Chris, I mean, that was big time. Airport bathroom 2020, way to go. Let's clarify. Thank you. That is what 2020 is about, is being creative and adapt. It was one of those family bathrooms. It was, a, it was a, you know, no one was, else was in there. I would not do a video with somebody in a bathroom, take my phone out, use the camera. Let's be real. But I, it was one of those deals where he has a baby changing station, and it was a pretty 
empty airport at the time. So I ducked in there, figured, where can I do this? We're going to get some privacy. It was a long, like a three-hour layover. We've had those uh, in between two long flights. And in the mask era, it was just like, let me take this off for five minutes, make a video. And yes, it was a baby-changing bathroom at the Atlanta airport T-Gates. But, uh, you know, it was, it, people appreciated it, and uh, I had fun doing it. So that, I think it's going to be the last time. But, hey, I, I'll, I'll remember that one as a 2020 moment. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I, I loved it. You're, by the way, with Dos Equis, you're making an SOS call for fans to make the most of the remaining Saturday game days. In some way, that ties into you being in a bathroom and getting people excited for the weekend. <laughs> what, what it do you- ties into the theme of the whole season, man. I mean, look, it's been hard on fans. We, we focus on what the players go through. But well, listen, I mean, people who are passionate about college football, it, it's important in their lives. Let's look at uh, the college football playoff, Chris. Everybody's always talking about, uh, well, this year's. can anybody else get into the top four? And you have some undefeated teams in BYU and Cincinnati. I don't know if either of them helped themselves this last weekend. I mean, Cincinnati got a win, but they didn't do it, I guess, in the most convincing fashion. I mean, do you see this changing as the season gets to the end here? Yeah, I mean, when the rankings come out, the important thing to look at is not the first four. We know who the first four are going to be in some order, right? And uh, we also know that Notre Dame's going to play Clemson again, probably. So how the committee ranks Cincinnati, how they rank BYU, is going to be interesting. Are they going to give them a real chance to muscle in? I think you're right. Since you got the win, not easy to go to UCF and win a shootout with them, okay? But did they look like one of the four best teams in the country winning a hard-fought game by three, even though it was a good performance. I mean, listen, by any standard, that, that's a good performance, except when you view it through the lens of being compared to a Florida team that's doing well, an A&M team. The other teams that are the second-place team in a conference, which shifted big time, is what, what happened in the Big Ten. I mean, Northwestern, you know, finding a way to, to beat Wisconsin and hold them to seven points, you know, sort of knocked the Badgers out of the equation. And, and Northwestern, I think most people had them penciled into the bracket before the season, right? Um, now, I mean, they're, they're a phenomenal story. But that loss by Wisconsin, that Big Ten West showdown, put the Purple Cats in control and knocked Wisconsin out of the mix and made it a little bit less likely that you're going to have a second Big Ten team. Indiana, in, in, in defeat, looked really good, should still be ranked around the top ten, but a, a second loss, they're not going to be um, – they're not going to be given strong playoff consideration. So the prospects got a little bit brighter for some of those teams that are trying to get considered for that fourth spot uh, because of what happened. So you mentioned Northwestern and huge controversy this week at ESPN, Chris. I mean, here we got Joey <laughs> Joey Galloway's got to be out there saying that Northwestern, well, let me, what was his uh, exact quote? Honestly, they've got a bunch of Reese Davises running around out there. And Reese, to me, that's a talented dude, but that is an insult to the Wildcats. Pat Fitzgerald brings it back to his team, and he uses it. I'm curious from the Chris Fowler, see what you thought about this, as uh, Galloway just put the cats on blast, and, and, they're, and they're using it. He might have put Reese Davis on blast. I mean, Joey, 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 come on. I mean, you're, you're on these studio shows, and you say stuff, right? To move the needle, Joey's pretty good at that. If you're Reese, who's great at his job, by the way, if you're assembling a team of broadcasters, it's a pretty high compliment. If you're talking about athletically, I don't think any team wants to be compared to those of us who didn't, you know, didn't achieve our success because of our ability to play football. Reese played in high school, but that's about it. I mean, it's funny. Teams, teams use everything they've got. Coaches grasp at things from motivational 
uh, purposes. And, you know, Pat did that. I, I like Pat. I respect the program. And listen, they're always going to think of themselves as underdogs when they take on the elite athletic teams in the Big Ten, right? And they, and they have a right to do so. They don't recruit four- and five-star guys like the other programs are trying to beat to. But but I love what, how they develop players and what, whatever works. I just If you're Reese and you're sitting there minding your own business, are you get dragged <laughs> into this? I've, I've had a little fun with it, but listen – we know we know what Northwestern you know does. They they squeeze the most out of the personnel they have. They do a great job developing players, coaching coaching them, motivating them to find a way to beat Wisconsin. When you're two for fifteen on third down, you run the ball for like twenty five yards. You barely have the football, but you you get five takeaways and and you beat Wisconsin by being more sound than they are. Not easy to do. Now let's see how they handle things down the stretch. I mean, all three games. Based on what they've done, they should win. You should beat Michigan State. You should beat Minnesota. Illinois is showing a pulse, but you should beat Illinois. And if they can get through that, it would be an unbelievable story to be sitting there undefeated going into the Big Ten Championship. I'm, I'm kind of hoping it happens just because you root for good stories, not teams necessarily. Yeah, no, no question, and that would be a great story. And no matter who Northwestern is playing, and they're better, but they're not going to be some overpowering favorite in, in any of no. those games. They, they just won't. Uh, That's I, my point. It's going to take the same kind of performance. You've got to be sound. You've got to be smart. You've got to be well-prepared. you got to keep your feet on the ground. I know Pat's pretty good at doing that. But you also got you, you got to win one of those. Northwestern fans know this is those, those razor-thin margins, man. It comes down to a play or two, a mistake or two. I think that's what's going to happen in these games. They're not going to go overwhelm anybody. Um, so, I mean, they, you know, Purdue, tight game. Nebraska, pretty tight game. Iowa, one-point game, right? They, they, they had one, I think, blowout early in the year over, over Maryland when Terps were terrible. But that's, that's Northwestern every week. So let's see if they can do it three more times. What's your view of what's going on in Michigan with Jim Harbaugh? Does he belong back in the NFL in, in your mind, Chris? Well, I mean, I don't make coaching decisions in college. Things are not working out right there at Michigan. The fans are irate. Uh, we did their opening game, um, you know, against Minnesota. We saw them play well. I saw them get dismantled by Wisconsin, which makes Michigan look even worse. Wisconsin goes and loses by 10 Northwestern the following week, and they beat Michigan by 38 in the big house. And, you know, then, you know, Rutgers misses a, a field goal, a very short field goal in overtime, or, or Michigan would have lost that game. So they celebrated like crazy after they won. You thought they won a championship. They just survived Rutgers in triple OT. But clearly they got problems there. McNamara, I think, is going to be the quarterback going forward. Um, we saw a mirage in the opening game. The offensive line, which you know should have been a rebuilding year for them, but then they played well against the Gophers, hasn't since. I think their fans are seriously concerned about what's going to happen when they take on Ohio State. Because you got statistically – one of the worst defenses in the conference, which is amazing with, with the Don Brown coach defense. And I think their, their fans are justifiably concerned that Ohio State will go out there full throttle, as they always do against Michigan, and, and, and put, put 50 or 60 on them. How are you sizing up the Heisman race here? You, you got Kyle Trask at the top? Well, I think you have to. I mean, I, I think for a lot of people, it's been, you know, Fields or Lawrence. And, and then Trask has been a little bit ignored, but he's been out there putting up numbers every week. It's not just Kyle Pitts, and it's not just playmakers. He's got great playmakers, but he's super accurate. He's going to have big numbers the next three weeks. And then it's going to be the Alabama showdown. And I think it's, he's going to go into that game unless they really stumble. Uh, I mean, they should handle Kentucky, Tennessee. I think they got LSU at the end. So he, he should have big numbers going into that Alabama game, and, and they're, they're going to have a playoff 
on the line when they did a lot more than the Heisman. But I think if Kyle does well against an Alabama defense that's not among the great defenses they've had, um, he's right there. Trevor, obviously, not getting on the field yet again Saturday doesn't hurt, doesn't help his cause. And then Fields throwing three picks. So Trask was the big individual winner in terms of the award race on Saturday for sure. Chris Fowler with us, of course, uh, long time, long time college game day, tremendous play by play. Is your Twitter bio accurate here, too, that uh, the new podcast is Fowler, <laughs> who you got that everybody should be listening to? Yeah, I've never fun with it. It's not strictly sports, it's a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of sports guests on there. Had a, had a great conversation uh, with Dan Patrick, which just posted about a lot of things, including his his battle with mental health. So some of the topics can get kind of serious and I think useful for people, but but also we have a lot of fun storytelling and we have plenty of, of, of sports-rated guests. you got Jay Billis in an episode that's coming up. So uh, Charles Barkley, we just recorded, but we'll have Sir Charles on, talking about his golf game and other things. So, yeah, it, it's fun. I, I appreciate the, the plug. It, it's Podcasting is different than announcing. I'm new at it. Uh, I'm getting some reps and getting better at it, but we're having a lot of fun with it. What would you say is the most favorite thing that Chris Fowler gets to do these days? These days? <laughs> hey, man, I'm grateful to be able to show up and call games in person. The experience is different. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, you know, we, we talked about the travel. It's not what it was. We don't get to see the players in person or the coaches in person. We don't get to go to practices. The focus is what we can't do, especially this week, man. I Gratitude is a part of every day for me. It really is. And, and to get a chance to, to call games, we weren't sure if we were going to have a season at all. Even though every week's a blowout, we still go and plug away. And, and we, I love being uh, in the booth with Kirk for those four hours on Saturday night. And I think we'll get back to, to doing things the, the way we have in the past. And um, you, you, as a tennis fan, you know, I, I get to do the biggest tennis matches in the world. I get to do the biggest college football games in the sport. And, and, well, how can I complain about that? And we will make do. We'll get through 2020. My problems are nothing compared to what people are dealing with around there. So I'm, I'm very aware of that this week and just and just grateful we've had a, had a season so far. And fingers crossed, every week, hold your breath. It's hour to hour. But um, every week we get closer to the finish line, it improves our chances of getting there, right? So... Okay, fine. One question. One tennis question. My favorite sporting event that I, my, my favorite sporting event that hey, I well, go. I'll talk tennis for all. I'll talk tennis all day with you. I I I, 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 I appreciate it. My favorite sporting event, Chris, going to at least attending, and I think tennis is a zillion times better, also in person, especially if you get to sit low down on even on the outer courts. It's phenomenal. But so I go to the U.S. Open. I've been going every year for I don't know five plus years now. But I've never been to Wimbledon and or the French and or the Australian. And you do it from you know the broadcaster seat but if you could only get one tennis dream to go to any of those three where would you pick easy Wimbledon go to center court it's the ultimate venue in the sport it's one of the great venues in all of sports the experience is unlike anything else it's in a small town outside of London that gets taken over by planet tennis in normal times the fact that it was canceled was crushing to all of us that cover it go to Wimbledon sit at center court try to go soon so you can see you know, one of these legends that, that are still in the game. It's an amazing experience to see, you know, Federer or Serena or Rafa or Djokovic, those guys in action on, on that stage, go there. You'll never regret it. Yeah, I, I got like a second-row ticket in Armstrong with uh, Djokovic a couple of years back. It was All four of them have their charm. I love the U.S. Open. I mean, to get to call that, even an empty house, a fifth-set tiebreak, men's final, a great women's final, was still awesome. Yeah. Um, French Paris is amazing when, when it gets back to normal. And Australia, it's worth the flight. 
it's worth the flight for many reasons. The Aussie Open is a tremendous event. It'll probably get pushed back this year because of what's going on down in Australia at the moment. But but I think if you get a chance to go down to Melbourne in normal times, take it, man. 14 hours, who cares? Have a drink, take a pill, do whatever. Once you get down there, you're never going to regret that either. <laughs> yeah, I, I love a long flight. Did I, did I just advocate drinking and pills at the same time? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that back. <laughs> Do what you have to do to sleep on the plane is my point. <laughs> you, you just said if you need a little melatonin for a long flight, there's, there's nothing. Melatonin, but I meant Of course, melatonin. Right. Yes. yes there's, I, I thought that was incredibly clear. All right. I'm going to put you on the spot then. You can, you can only have one of the big four. Who, who's, who's Chris Fowler's number one pick? I mean, I think Roth has been the favorite athlete I've ever covered. He's always been the chaser. Wow. I mean, I mean, Federer is Mozart. So I think I appreciate him, what he's done for the game. And he's been an unbelievable ambassador, as Rafa has. Rafa, to me, work ethic, um, grinding, every practice, every point, it just exemplifies the best in terms of effort and intensity and humility, despite tremendous talent. So, I mean, it's it's 20-20 in majors right now. He's got the head-to-head. Rodgers got the edge in some other categories. Let's play it out. But for me, just, just getting a chance to cover Nadal and call a thousand of his matches has been one of the true pleasures of my life. I mean, not to say anything about Serena or, or Roger, Rafa, Murray. I mean, I've, I've seen some tremendous matches. It's been unbelievable to be able to call these legends in their prime doing stuff that's never going to be achieved again when they're gone. But uh, you asked me, so I answered it. Yeah, no, and I, I, I appreciate it. All right, let, let's wrap up with one college football question. I know you got to get on out of here. 50,000-foot view, and we're not there at the end yet, and where everybody's got their fingers crossed that nothing terrible is going to happen along the way and we'll make it smoothly. But if you were going to give a grade to how college football has, has handled this pandemic season, what would you say? Well, it's hard to give you an overall sport a grade. I think it's different conference by conference. I think places that didn't take it seriously, and I, I don't just mean programs, I mean, the communities, you've got to keep the players away from the students, man. I'm just telling you, they're all going to go home for Thanksgiving break. The sport can take a deep breath because the chances of infections running through teams are much greater if they're mingling with students. A lot of students, and they don't care. And I'm not going to get into a whole conversation about this. It's too politically charged, which is insane because it shouldn't be political. But, I mean, the fact that we've had 15 games canceled each of the last couple weekends, people are shocked by that. I think it's actually good thing that it hasn't been more than that. And, and people, are, as I said, just holding their breath and trying to get to the finish line. Overall, the grade, given what's going on, B, could be done a lot better a lot of places. But, I mean, the fact that some teams have been really smart and really organized um, and have had very few positive tests and their players are taking it seriously. I worry down the stretch, though, the teams that are not in the mix whose goals are shattered. Like, are they going to stay vigilant? Are they going to have games canceled when they face a contending team that really needs that game, but the other side hasn't been quite as careful? I've said from the start of the season, that's something to watch for in the next four weeks, is how many games do we lose down the stretch? Because some of these teams can't afford to lose another game or two. And by lose, I mean not have it played. There's no place, there's no cushion anymore. There's no place to put these games that are postponed. They'll just become canceled. But that, we all knew that was going to be the case coming in. So none of this is really a surprise to me. Yeah, that's a great, great point because you're, you're checking out. It's the end of the year. It's a, it's a real, real concern. Hey, Chris, I enjoy the conversation. Thanks so much working with Dos Equis. And SOS to college football fans, enjoy the rest of the season. I really appreciate the time. Appreciate you. Take care. Be well. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.